0: What's up guys? Welcome to episode 40 of Beef's Beef. Recording out of town here in Ocala, Florida. Uh, came here for work and brought my equipment with me. Sports sports life goes on, so Beef's Beef must must ride on, even if I'm out of town. So uh, I told you guys I was gonna keep putting out two episodes or get back to doing it again. So even though I'm on the road, here I am. So hopefully everybody's having a good weekend. Uh, I see a lot of my friends list is at Churchill Downs. It's the opening night of uh, what Downs After Dark, I guess, is what you would call it the week before Derby. Uh, Honing in on on one of the biggest weeks in the state of Kentucky, uh, especially in the city of Louisville. So uh, I know a lot of the things I've been talking about here lately, or a big thing that I've been talking about lately, is the recruitment of Courtney Ramey. the combo guard out of st louis four stars who was committed to louisville in the past and then decommitted whenever the fbi stuff happened with uh, patino and we fired patino and all that stuff and and then you had the the weird press conference where chris Mack said we're no longer recruiting him uh a lot of things went on with this recruitment that were very odd and of course the way it ended was odd so uh like i wrote in the Blog post that I posted the other day. Ramey did did do um, an on campus visit, like he said he was going to. Wilbur was supposed to go do an in home visit. Uh, apparently, some scheduling got mixed up. Who knows? Uh, scheduling got mixed up, so he didn't get to we. The coaching staff didn't get to get there and uh, you know do the in home visit like they wanted to. So comes then he comes in visits on Wednesday. Apparently has a great visit. Uh, His dad didn't come with him, which is a very odd thing because his dad is the biggest person in this recruitment with his mother no longer uh, being alive. So uh, it was very weird that his dad Terrell didn't come, or Terrell. I'm not really sure how you pronounce his name. Um, I'm going to go with Terrell Ramey. So it was very – you kind of saw the writing on the wall when his dad didn't come. Uh, actually actually I know I won't put it that way because it was one of those things where either Louisville's in a really really good spot or they're in a really really bad spot it was it was one or the other and until yesterday when Ramey uh, released his commitment video to Texas no one really knew because they kept it very close to him uh, at the end and uh, eventually he ended up committing to Texas so I wish him well um, I wish he would have been. A, I wish he would have been a Louisville Cardinal. We definitely would need. He definitely would play. We definitely needed him. Um, and you know the stuff that I'm reading, it looked really, really good for Louisville. Uh, it didn't for a while, and then Louisville really, when they, when they got back into it, it, you know, it looked really good for Louisville. And then all of a sudden, he committed to Texas. So uh, I wish him well. Uh, I'll keep up with him and and. Uh, I don't know, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks, you kind of, it's another one there that you're like, God, is Louisville going to get anybody this year for the 2018 class? It's not looking very good. We lost all the uh, grad transfers that we were going after, except for uh, I'm not really sure how to say his first name, Masio Teague, which I know he was visiting Baylor, so there's no telling what's going to happen there. Uh, we'll see. So. Uh, moving on from that another thing that I'm going to talk about also I'm going to go ahead and warn you ahead of time um, I went and saw the quiet place tonight so the quiet place will be coming up at the end of this at the end of this episode so if you haven't seen the quiet place I will make sure and give you a lot of warning before I go into detail about the movie because I am going to review it so if you haven't seen the quiet place I will make sure and let you know when I talk about it the exact time that I talk about it. I'll even put it in the description uh, so that it doesn't ruin anything for you if you planned on seeing it. So uh, last night, two series were closed out in the NBA playoffs. The Toronto Raptors proved me wrong and ended up beating the Washington Wizards 102-92. to um, This series was very up and down. For the Raptors, the first two games, it was like, yep, they're going to sweep them. Then they lose the next two, and it was like, uh, "Is are the Wizards going to prove me right? Are the Wizards going to prove me right? And then Raptors went ahead and held serve and won the next two. Um, There's a rumor going around that DeMarcus Cousins may be signing with the Wizards next year, which would make the Eastern Conference even stronger. Um, who knows? We'll see. If that does happen, good Lord. You'll have Boston, who will then – most likely have a healthy uh, Gordon Hayward and a healthy Kyrie Irving. Uh, you'll also have Washington with Beal, Wall, and Cousins. Uh, the Cavaliers, if LeBron is still there, which I I foresee happening, I think he'll still be there. Uh, and who knows what will happen in the offseason as far as uh, free agents and all that stuff go. So the Eastern Conference is definitely looking on an uptick. Whereas a lot of the Whereas a few of the good Western Conference teams are kind of going down You don't know what's going to happen in OKC with them Which I'll reference here in a minute when I talk about that series the Spurs are looking old and then you know with Popovich losing his his uh, his wife. You kind of wonder what's gonna happen there the Along with the Kawhi Leonard stuff uh, You just don't know what you have with the Spurs, so who, who knows I, I it's gonna be interesting to see one the rest of these playoffs and two how the Western Conference is going to play out next season uh, another series that closed out last night was the Utah Jazz defeating the Oklahoma City Thunder 96 to 91 to win that series four to two Donovan Mitchell does it again 38 points 14 to 26 from the field five of eight from three five of five from the free-throw line four rebounds did have five turnovers but Dude is absolutely on fire. Absolutely on fire. 38 points, 14 of 26 from the field. Whereas his counterpart Russell Westbrook, 18 of 43, 7 of 19 from 3, 3-6 from the free throw line, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, also 5 turnovers and 46 points. Uh, one other starter was in. They only had one other player in double digits and that was Stephen Adams. Paul George went 2 of 16, Carmelo 3 of 7. Um it's just this series, man. The Jazz just really put a clamp on the big on the big three in OKC, and Don, they just didn't have an answer for Donovan Mitchell. And to be honest with you, there's not been many people all season to have an answer for Donovan Mitchell. Um, I've gone into it before. I'm not going to go into it again. I'm still standing behind. I think there needs to be co-rookies of the year with Ben Simmons and and Donovan Mitchell. So we'll see what happens there. I don't think it's going to happen, but. To me, it would be a travesty if it doesn't because I think they both deserve it. So, um, the, other, the other game last night was the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Indiana Pacers, which I know 90% of my listeners are happy about what happened last night. But the Pacers absolutely obliterated the, the Cavs. Um, 121-87. to That was in Banker's life. Uh, that was one thing that I <laughs> – I was kind of glad that I was here in Ocala, because I know that if I would have been home, I would have been at that game. And if I'd have seen that game live, I would have been super disgusted, because I was at the game the Friday, last Friday, when they blew a 17-point lead. And to be honest with you, the Pacers fans were not so nice whenever we were walking out of there. So, we got one more game It goes back to Cleveland for game seven. you got to think LeBron's going to bring his A game. He's never lost in the uh, – he's never lost in the first round. So, uh, I don't think it's going to start now. So, for all you people out there that think uh, it's over for the Cavs, He still got the greatest in the game, and to me the greatest of all time on, that, on the court for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, uh, I don't think it's over by any means. Um uh, Tonight, though, we do have a game that actually just started. Uh, Milwaukee and Boston, game one. Uh, That game is in Boston. Who knows what's going to happen with that one. It is game seven. I said game one. I'm sorry. It's game seven. And I actually just grabbed my remote because I realized that the game just started. So, I'm going to flip it on there because right now I'm watching some Madden Ultimate Team game that's on ESPN2. Why I'm watching this, I have no idea. Uh, So, should be interesting. Uh, I love these games. Uh, elimination games, you really get to see what guys really have. So, um, I can't wait. The game just started, though. It's in, it's in Boston. Uh, Boston without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Um, they're really just playing for next year, to be honest with you, at this point, because I don't think they're going to win the East, and I definitely don't think they're going to win the NBA title. Um, it's kind of right now they're just playing to – Kind of get some camaraderie for the next season when they get to be full strength and Give everybody a problem because this team's going to be loaded uh, When they get Kyrie and Gordon Hayward back Uh, I mean, it's not like I'm saying anything that's going to be a surprise to anybody else But geez this team's gonna be really good next season Uh, Again, like I said you do have that game then you also have game one of the Pelicans uh, Warriors series as far as I know uh, Steph Curry is still out, and for the for the Warriors, that's going to be that's going to be a big problem. You gotta just seeing how hot the Pelicans have been. Again, it was against the Blazers, but I mean, you have to think that this season the Blazers. I, I mean, just off the top of my head, I would say the Blazers are the second best backcourt behind the Warriors. No, I no because you would. Houston Houston would probably be either the second or the best backcourt, and then the Blazers would probably be third. So either way, the way that the Pelicans' backcourt outplayed the the uh, Blazers all series just absolutely obliterated them all series and swept the three seed, if I'm Golden State with how we ended the season and not having Steph Curry, I'm a little bit worried. I'm not thinking that the Pelicans are going to beat them by any means, but – the pelicans or if the Warriors don't show up to play this series could get very very interesting from the very beginning um, I I'm, I'm ready to I wish I could watch that game I do have to wake up early because I have to fly out of Orlando at uh, at 11 so I gotta turn my rental car in at 830 so I gotta drive from where I'm at which is in Ocala which is about 70 uh, something miles uh, like Northwest from orlando so i gotta wake up pretty early to take my car back so i'm not gonna stay up and watch that i, I don't know how much of this game i'll watch because i'm gonna end up going to sleep i'll probably watch this whole game and then and then go to sleep right when this game ends this this celtics uh bucks game um but not the nba playoffs i know for a lot of people uh, would be the only thing that <clears throat> that uh would be the only thing that happened for them this weekend. But uh, for some people, the NBA playoffs mean absolutely nothing to them. Uh, But for those those people that the NBA playoffs mean nothing to, that's because they had the NFL draft. The NFL draft started Thursday, which I kind of like the way they do it now. At first I didn't, but I do like the way they do it now, the way they do the whole first round on Thursday. Friday is second and third rounds. And then – it's second, second, third, and maybe fourth. I, I don't know. I know the last day is, um, I think, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. I don't know. Maybe two, three, four, and then four. Uh, two, three, four, and then five, six, seven. That part I'm not positive about real well. Um, but they split it up over three days, and it ended tonight. Um, I was, I was kind of pissed at first with uh, how the with what the Patriots did. But then I really dug into who they picked, and I was very happy with it. <clears throat> uh, got offensive line help in the first round. Isaiah went out of Georgia. Um, that's what that's what they needed. Offensive tackle. Uh, then they picked up a absolute stud. When I, this is the part that kind of made me mad because I was like, "All right, we got the thirty-first pick. We can take Lamar." Me being selfish, we can take Lamar Jackson. And then they go, and it was like I couldn't be mad because the player that they drafted is a player that I absolutely love, Sony Michelle, the running back out of Georgia. Um, I think we got an absolute steal. My buddy John was pretty pissed because I think he was wanting him early in the second round, and we took him with our 31st pick. Um, And – I'm happy with it. The first two picks I'm absolutely happy with. I wish we would have gotten Lamar, but this is the next best next best thing, in my opinion. Uh, then you move on to the second round, and we got Duke Dawson, a DB out of Florida, which, like I said, my buddy John is a big Florida fan. Uh, a lot of the analysts are saying he's going to start from day one as, our, as one of our nickel corners. We need corner help. Uh, we drafted – two corners we drafted him and we drafted Keon Crowsen out of Western Carolina don't know a lot about him uh, we also got an inside and an outside linebacker which was also two of the two of the Patriots or the inside linebacker was was none of the one the Patriots needs but the reason that I was so pissed is because we slept so long and didn't get a quarterback until the 7th round and we got Danny Etling out of LSU which uh, you name the last good LSU quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I know Jamarcus Russell went number one, but dude's absolute dumpster fire. Probably one of the biggest busts, if not the biggest bust in NFL history. Maybe I, you can't say Ryan Leaf was because Jamarcus Russell was number one. Um, so I'm not real happy about that. I think we could have done better. Um, and then we also got Braxton Barry, also wide receiver out of Miami. Uh, Christian Sam an outside linebacker out of Arizona State and Ryan Izzo a tight end out of Florida State so overall I'm happy with the draft for the New England Patriots Uh, but like I said I wish we could have gotten Lamar because uh, looking at the draft Louisville did have four players going the NFL draft Uh, the first pick for us that came off the board was Jair Alexander the DB that that went to the Packers, and I—I I got a few buddies that are Packers fans, and y'all got a good one, man. I know Chris Lewis; he—I know he listens to the episodes. He already knows Zach, my buddy Zach Coleman. I mean, I wrote him on Facebook. He already knows. I mean, Jair Alexander is an absolute stud. If you looked at Louisville's defense all season, it was blatantly obvious when he when he wasn't on the field and when he was. He sat out the bowl game. We shouldn't have lost. We did. Our defense just gave up everything. Uh, but the Packers pick him with the 18th pick. They'd end up trading back and still got him. Um, and then, it, like I said, the Patriots picks a, picked at 31, and then 32 was the Eagles. And then all of a sudden it says there's a trade in, and the Eagles traded their pick to the Baltimore Ravens that point you knew it was it. You knew that the Ravens traded in there to get Lamar because the Ravens were one of the you know, one of the hotbeds for who for who people thought that he was going to go to. And traded in there, traded in there and drafted Lamar. And I don't know how many of you guys stayed up and watched it or uh, watched the some of the videos the next day. Lamar was not happy. He's not I don't, he wasn't Let me rephrase it. He was very happy with the fact that he got drafted by the Ravens and the fact that the Ravens wanted him. But he was not happy with all the people that were drafted in front of him. And to me, Lamar Jackson is one of those people you don't want to piss off like that. Um, Everything when he was here showed that he was a hard worker. And... I don't know. I'm so ready to see him just absolutely prove all these people wrong that passed on him. Uh, Lamar Jackson has a lot of made a lot more Baltimore Ravens. Or, the, Lamar Jackson gave the Baltimore Ravens a lot more people watching their games in this Louisville area because everyone wants to see what he's going to do. And to be honest with you, it's not just the Louisville area that's going to watch him. There's going to be people tuned in from everywhere. Joe Flacco's not going to have that job for very much longer. I, I would be willing to bet anything on that. There's no way that they can keep him on the bench. It's exactly the way it was when he came in here. Not to say that we had anybody that was uh, that here being Louisville. Not to say that we had anybody at quarterback that was just like, oh, my God. But, I mean, when Bobby Petrino says there's no way that I, I – like I have to find ways to keep him on the field because he's that dynamic – from the very beginning, before the season even starts, you knew we had something special. Now, I would be a liar if I said before he's played it down that I knew Lamar Jackson could win a Heisman because I didn't. But when I heard Bobby said that, I knew we had something special. So, Lamar, Jair, congratulations. I don't know who saw who else saw, but uh, Louisville was tied for second with the most uh, first-round draft picks in the last five years. The top two were... Ohio State and uh, Alabama. And then Florida and Louisville were, were, uh, <clears throat> were tied for a second. Uh, Ohio State and Alabama had 12, and Louisville, Florida had seven. So, I mean, that just shows the uh, consistency that has happened uh, within the Louisville program within the past five, six years. Uh, we just keep pumping out draft picks. So, congrats to Lamar and Jair, as well as to Jaron Christian who got drafted in the third round. To, the, uh, to Washington, uh, an offensive tackle that played, I believe, every game, played and started every game that he was here uh, from day one. Uh, I, I mean, he may have sat out a couple of games because of injury, but I know he started from day one, and you knew he was going to when he came in. He is the brother of Gerald Christian, the tight end that played for Louisville. Literally, it was Gerald Christian left and Jaron Christian came in, I believe, or they might have played one year together. Um. So uh, the other one I didn't realize got picked was uh, Trevon Young. He got picked by the Rams, which, man, he could be deadly on that, on that Rams defensive edge. Uh, Trev- Trevon Young might have been an absolute steal for the Rams. I actually, I'm not going to say it might be. Trevon Young was an absolute steal for the Los Angeles Rams in the sixth round. Uh, had that guy not gotten hurt two years ago, or when was it It was Two years ago Lamar's freshman year when we were playing against Texas A&M in the bowl game at Nashville Had he not gotten hurt last year? He would have been I really really think that last year he'd have been a he'd have been a first-round pick Um, That's not me being biased. That's The trajectory that he was going the absolute dominance he was showing and not only the ACC, but everybody we were playing that dude was an absolute monster and there were, they were, there were talks that you know he may never play again. That maybe there, maybe there was going to be long time, lifetime effects from it. And he proved everybody wrong and played well. Had a good season. Uh, I hope that he can keep improving, keep improving, and, and really become something in the NFL that all the Louisville fans know he can be. Uh, we did have two undrafted, undrafted guys: safety Chucky Williams. And another edge rusher, James Hearns, uh, kind of disappoints me even more with uh, the fact that James Hearns sat out and then didn't get drafted at all. Kind of sucks. Uh, I do wish him well. Uh, I wish every Louisville player well. But it kind of makes you wonder, man, you know, you play in that ball game and who knows, you know, <laughs> you, got, you got more tape at that point, and the fact that you didn't, um, I don't know, man, I, I wish, I, am not going to say anything bad about him, because at the end of the day, it's his choice, and, um, uh, he's the one that has to live with it, so, now, uh I'm going to go ahead and tell you, this is the point where, if you haven't seen The Quiet Place, you need to go ahead and turn it off, Uh I'm going, to, I'm going to give, obviously, spoilers. Uh, so, if you haven't seen Quiet Place, right now, turn it off. You've already listened to enough of the episode. I'm not going to talk any more sports on here. I'm strictly going to give a Quiet Place review. So, if you haven't, I'm going to say it one more time. If you have not seen the movie, turn it off right now. Because I'm about to I'm about to pre review what I thought of the movie. So for those of you that haven't seen it but just don't care that I'm going to give away spoilers, uh, the movie has John Krasinski, the one of the main characters from The Office. Um, basically, the movie go is it starts out they're walking through a store, a little general store. You can tell the whole store or the whole city or the whole small town is abandoned everything's run down uh, All the doors are open. There's missing signs everywhere. Uh, and you're like, okay, what the heck is going on? Uh, it starts with two kids walking in the in, like walking inside of a general store with no shoes on uh, Very very quiet and you can tell they're trying not to make noise uh, Then it shows a kid that looks sick and then a woman getting some medicine stuff like that basically what it is is they're trying to be really quiet. There's getting supplies to take back to their house. So, the beginning of the movie, it has a. They have three children uh, a younger son, uh, a middle son, and then an older daughter. The older daughter is deaf, so all of them speak sign language, uh, which it has. Another thing, if you haven't seen the movie but you don't care, the whole movie has subtitles pretty much. There's some parts where they talk, but more often than not, it is subtitles. So, uh, the oldest daughter and the youngest son are sitting there in the general store. I think it's a son. I believe it is. It could be a girl. It's tough to tell because it has a toboggan on, but I would, I'm going to say it's a boy. Um, they, uh, The oldest daughter and the son are sitting there talking, and they're doing sign language, and the little kid says, the, the way we're going to escape is a rocket. That's how we're going to escape. You don't know what that really means, but then... The next scene, it shows the kid go and try to reach a rocket off the top shelf in this store, knocks it off, almost lands on the floor, and makes a, a crap ton of noise. And you're like, okay, what's the big deal? Um, well, then John Krasinski tells the kid, no, you can't have the rocket. Uh, you just can't have it. Takes the batteries out because he gets and he's really, really nervous. You don't know why. And then they start walking, and then you notice they're walking on sand. Which makes their footsteps silent. And uh, they're walking back home, which is a long walk. And they're walking, and they're walking over a bridge. And you can kind of tell that something's about to happen with just like the, um, the way the camera's moving and everything. And then all of a sudden you hear like blasting off noises from a toy rocket. And John Graczynski's heart just drops. And he turns around. And his wife, it shows his wife's face, and she just absolutely loses it, but doesn't make any noise. And all of a sudden, you hear, or you see John Grzynski just sprinting towards the kid, trying to get him to turn the rocket off. And all of a sudden, you see this humongous monster come come out of the woods and just absolutely demolish this kid. You don't see it demolish this kid, but you hear it. And that's how the movie starts. And you're like, alright, so this is how it's going to be? Like, this is how the whole movie's going to be? Like, what the heck is going on? So, basically the whole movie is John Grzynski, the oldest daughter, the son, the middle son, and his wife, uh, which is actually his wife in real life, are being very quiet around their house uh, because there is a monster takeover uh, that seeks its prey by noise. The only way it knows where anyone is Is by noise And if you make even the slightest sound It knows where you're at And it will track you down And it will kill you So The whole movie is that Um, I could go into more detail But if you're listening at this point You know You know what happens in the movie Uh, But The movie uh, If I had to rate it out of 10 um, I would give it I would give it a solid uh, eight and a half, nine out of ten. I thought the movie was very, very good. Uh, this is the only time I've ever gone to see a movie by myself. I felt like a nerd or a loser because I went to the movies by myself. But, hey, you know what? Sometimes sometimes you got to do that. Uh, and this is the only time that I've ever made a statement or you know said something out loud after a movie was over because of the ending, which... Like I said, if you're listening at this point, you know what happened. Uh, I was The ending made me so mad, but it was still so good that I didn't get too, too mad at the ending because, I don't know, the whole movie was very good. I thought it was a very good idea. It kind of reminded me of a mixture of Signs and Stranger Things. Uh, the monster, to me, looked a lot like the monster from Stranger Things. And the way the monsters were coming around kind of reminded me of Signs. I don't know. I thought the movie was very good. And if you have seen it, please comment on here and tell me if the John Krasinski part where he dies. Tell me. I mean, when you when you comment back, don't obviously spoil it for people that haven't seen it. Uh, just just say yes I did or no I didn't. I was sitting in the movies, and I'm like, really, like, this whole movie's been action, action packed, and you're gonna do. It? I mean, I guess the beginning, but you didn't really, you didn't really have the kid long enough to really have an emotional attachment to him. Uh, the part where the mom almost blamed herself kind of almost got me, but the part when John Krasinski. I'm almost I'm almost about to tear up again just thinking about it, because the daughter the whole time blamed herself for killing the kid, and then he gives himself up to save his kids, and uh, his deaf daughter the whole time thinks that she does thinks that he doesn't love her, and you know he just yells as loud as he can to get the monster to come get off that truck that they're in, and then signs to her, you know I love you I've always loved you I've always loved you more than anything. Oh, my gosh, man. It was just like, I don't have children. But, you know, I have a lot of children in my life that do mean a lot to me. And, I, again, I don't know what it's like to have a child. But, good Lord, man, that part absolutely tore me apart. And, like, I was as close to, to weeping in a, in a movie theater, I think, as I've ever been. Like, that part got me so bad. Um... Man, it's yeah, it was very, very good. If you haven't seen it and you're still listening, all right, I, I still think you should watch it. Uh, if you have watched it, man, shoot me a message or something or comment on there, or something, or comment on this episode. Just tell me what you like, tell me what stars you would give it. And, uh you know, guys, I, I really appreciate everybody that listens to my episodes. Uh, there's a lot of people I didn't realize did and still do and get upset when I don't release episodes so I apologize to you guys uh, but you know I packed my equipment and flew on a plane and still brought it with me and and uh, recorded an episode for you guys today so i hopefully you guys enjoy it uh, I got to get back into you know really putting everything into these uh, this means a lot to me I hope you guys can tell that it does uh, i have a lot of fun with it like there's a, there's a lot of things that i get that i get to do with this that i don't know if i would bef- in any other time so guys keep liking keep sharing uh keep sending me movies i got a couple movies that people have told me to watch that i haven't gotten to watch um, my buddy john told me a movie i need to watch I'm, i'll probably watch that on my plane ride home tomorrow um my cousin told me about a movie i need to watch so You know, guys, shoot me messages with movies or shoot me comments with movies. If you have my number, text me. Um, Anyway, I'll I'll try to get to it. If you have the DVD and want me to watch it or if it's on Netflix or if it's on something, let me know. I'll I'll try to get to it and watch it uh, and give my review of it. So keep liking, keep sharing, guys. I'm going to keep putting these out. Y'all have a good one. I'll be uh, flying back to Louisville tomorrow around 11 to 1, so... Be thinking about me then, and uh, I'll see you guys when I see you. Beef out.